live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, we're back with Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio again. My apologies. We had technical difficulties last night, so we weren't able to get Paul Hamilton in at 6.30. We just had him on tonight. Thank you, Paul Hamilton. What a good um, journey down down memory lane for sure and with the basketball gods like David Riley. And thank you, Steve Thornton, for calling in and saying hello. Let's go ahead and get the guys in here and welcome them to the show. I think I have my co-host. Duck Riley on, sir. How are you? Doing well, Princess. I, and I appreciate Steve coming on because Steve epitomized uh, what a student athlete was uh, when we were growing up. Even though we weren't on the same team, you know, just the idea of how smart he was in the classroom and as smooth as he was on the football field had me thinking I, I was a real quarterback all the way up to my senior year. So, but anyway. <laughs> As you think it up until that point that you were a real quarterback. I like that. Right. I did get out of that duck for the listeners in the seven o'clock hour that Norfolk used had some home cooking and um he said they got robbed when it came to Norfolk. You you want to defend yourself or you just gonna ride with it? Yeah, I, I have no idea what Paul was talking about. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love the guy, but I, I, I can't remember back that far. I, I have no idea what he's talking about. Wow, wow. Now we're going to pull the age card. He can't remember <laughs> back that far. <laughs> All right, let's get some of the guys in here and welcome them to the show. All right, 8617. I think this is Mr. Bradley. Mr. Bradley, how are you? Mm, maybe not. Okay, let's go ahead. Mr. Donald Jones, this is just welcome to the show. Hey, welcome okay. everybody. I'm good. Thank good you. Hearing from you. Coach Bye-bye. Jones, I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear <laughs> hear from you. <laughs> anybody yeah, yeah. for the Pac-12? Yeah. I just want to talk to. Him. So. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Hold on, hold on. Steve Thornton, welcome to the show. Uh oh no okay Tim Moore welcome to the show yeah his uh, Tim Moore welcome to the show thank you thank you thank you my apologies Steve your your mic is open now Steve Thornton welcome to the show I said K pasta K pasta is hot down here (laughs) (laughs) I think it's hot everywhere all right I know three four three four Ricky Porter welcome to the show sir hello boy. Hello, Princess. How are you? Hey, fellas, what's going good, on? Awesome. Awesome. Ricky? Pretty Ricky. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to open up these last two mics because I think it's Jay Hayes and Will Lewis. Coach Hayes, how are you? I'm great, Princess. How are you? Doing really good, sir. Will Lewis, how are you? Okay, so we don't have him on yet. I'll close that out. All right, Duck, we'll get started. All right. Uh, first of all, welcome back, brothers, uh, especially you, Jay, and congratulations again. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. We, we, look, we want to start with Donald Jones. We want to start talking about <laughs> – we want to see what's happening out there 
in uh, <laughs> Pat 12 land. All right, Donald, let's, let's go. Let's talk a little Pat 12. Uh, well, well, for me, now I, I said this month, you know, some of my former teammates, it was, it was a bittersweet uh, day when, when, when Washington um, decided to join the, the Big Ten. Um, I mean, I knew, I mean, once USC, once USC and UCLA left, decided to leave last year, I knew it was going to create a domino effect. I mean, it's just, I mean, the, the reality of the economics of today's game, um, in order to be in a position to be, continue to be a, um, a big-time power five school that's going to continue to compete for, you know, not only a Rose Bowl, but also a national championship, I mean, you know, they had to make this move. And I understood that. But still, you know, I'm still um, very disappointed that the Pac-10 the Pac is – or the Pac-12 is – is, is basically, you know, is going to be eliminated from the from the Power Five. I mean, it's just, I mean, all the history, the the memories, the you know, the, the epic battles that, that that went forth. You know, um, I mean, the Rose Bowl um, battles, you know, between the Pac-12 and the Pac-10. I mean, it's historic, it's historic events. It's all going to be gone, you know, and um, and that and that history, you know. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Um, it's not gonna be no more. And and for that, I'm sad. You know, but but at the same time, I understand the business side of it. I mean, you know, I think Washington had to make that move, especially after Colorado and and Utah had decided to leave and jump ship. You know, they really had no choice, man. And that's just the way. You know, that's just the way. That's just the way. That's just the way it is now, man. I, I mean, that's the fact. The fact, that's the reality. You know, I mean, the, you know, the, of the way the game is gone, the way the game has changed now, it's, it's become about the dollar now, about the money. I mean, it's just you can't really survive without, you know, you know, without the economics of it. You know, I mean, you can't really compete. Put it that way. If you want to compete, you know, you gotta have the, you gotta have the money in order to compete with the big guys. So. So I get it, man. I get it. But but, but again, you know, it's, it's a bittersweet uh, moment for me. Okay. I want to come to Jay, Jay Hayes. Uh, Jay, it doesn't even yeah. sound right. It doesn't even sound right not saying the Pac-12 anymore. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, having uh, coached in the in the Pac-12, I, I coached in with the Pac-10 actually at Cal and. Um, having coached against a bunch of schools out that way during my career, you know, when I was at Notre Dame and um, Wisconsin as well, it it, it just, um, I'm with Donald. It it doesn't make sense, uh, you know, really when you get down to it, but uh, I I know why they did it, um, why all the people have, have jumped ship. Um, but it's a travesty, and uh, it's a shame that uh, uh, the Pac-12 is is basically dissolved. I, I feel bad for like Washington State and and Oregon State. You know, really have no place to go, and uh, uh, you know Stanford. You know, was is their hands being forced and um, Cal's hands being forced out of it. And, 
it's just uh, it's it's a sad, like Donald said it, it was a sad day. That's uh, really really the extent of it. Okay. And I, I want to say this too. I want to get this off my chest real quick. You know, the biggest uh, um, the business acumen of the Pac-12 commissioner, what's his name, Larry, whatever his name is. You know, Larry Smith. Larry, it has to be at the level of a second grade level. I mean, for him not to be able to have a a business deal and, and, and you know and to be able to create the type of um, you know revenue streams that other conferences have been able to do, man. I, I mean, I think I think he did the Pac-12 a great injustice for them not to be able to come up with a with a package before before it got to this point, you know, and he couldn't see that, you know, and you know, and I mean, he couldn't foresee. That man, I think you know that that bothers me as well. You know, that's and that's what frustrates me. One of the things that frustrates me. And I shut up after that. I, uh, and, uh, can I add to that? Um, haven't haven't been at Berkeley when I was there. Uh, you could see the differences in the schools. Um, you know, Stanford always had the situation where they could get professors and. Um, coaches and things like that, they they would give those people uh, housing allowances and things like that. But people at Cal were so selfish, they, they wouldn't do anything like that to entice coaches or professors or anyone to come to Cal because they really um, – you know, cherish their property so much, it's just hard to come up with something like that um, on the West Coast uh, because some people put such a high premium on their possessions and their time and just, you know, the fact that football is not king out there. You know, people would rather go surfing or, go hang out at the beach or whatever uh, instead of going to a football game necessarily. Uh, you know, you have your couple big games a year, but it's not like playing in the Big Ten or playing in the SEC where every game is sold out and, uh, you know, they they just make money all the time. <coughs> Sorry. Right. Okay. Rick, I want to come to you because – you know, when you think of the Rose Bowl, and, and Donald kind of brought it up, you always think of the Big Ten versus the Pac-12, or back yeah. then Pac-10 too. Your thoughts, who replaces that? Uh, do they? Uh, does the Rose Bowl just jump in with everybody else now? You know, Doc, that, that's the – I have to be honest with you. I'm, uh, you know, growing up, I'm more of a – you know, Southern East Coast kind of person. So the SEC and the ACC were, you know, the main teams that, you know, that came on and I got a chance to watch and and fell in love with those teams. But you just mentioned something, Uh, you know, the the Pac-12 and the Big Ten back then, I mean, you really enjoy watching them because, I mean, when you think of like the Rose Bowl, you think of USC, you know, you think of these type of schools well, we got a chance, and, you know, the great running backs and stuff, when we were growing up, we got a chance to see them play. And, I mean, all the – and then you'd have the teams that probably wasn't like the 
you know, but you'd get the, the Washingtons and the, you know, schools like that that were always in contention. Washington State, you know, played well, Oregon, all these schools. And I think that's what I'm going to miss the most because you didn't get a chance to see a lot of them to bowl games or anything like that, but you always knew, you know, they had some a bunch of dudes out there that could play. And when they come to play, you know, they get a chance to play the SEC or, or anyone else like that, um, you look this forward to seeing them on Saturday afternoon as you did anyone else. And that was always yeah. going to be that, um, if I'm not mistaken, that was always that early game, you know, that you got a mm-hmm. chance to see somebody playing out there. And I'm going to miss that. Uh, I think the the biggest thing is like everything else, it's, it's just I don't know if this is going to go in cycles or what, but it's like I don't know if I can compare the same, but it's, it's almost like the the portal now for kids. I think everything is a business thing now. Everything is a money thing. It's doing what's best for you, uh, your team. And uh, I think everything is – this world is just going to that now. Now, will it settle down? Will we get back and, and get back to have those set teams and those, you know, divisions that you just love to watch and and ha- and have every have everybody just – you know, when you got those great robberies and all that, that's what we're going to miss, and that's what you're going to hope that some of these schools still play each other because yeah. even if you didn't see them all the time, you, you thought about those big-time robberies uh, all over the country. So uh, I'm going to miss it, you know, teams that you're used to seeing. Um, I guess they got a plan, and I think, it, you know, the plan is money. When it, uh, when it all boils down, it's going to come down to money. And just like I said, it's I don't know if that's, I should compare the two, but it's like these kids in the portal now jumping in the portal and jumping around and doing things. Everybody's looking for the best deal. So, Okay. Uh, Steve, Steve Thornton, yes, sir. your thoughts on the, the Pac-12, no more, Pac-12, no more? You know, I've been listening and, and trying to get a little education. I, I'm, I'm afraid I really can't. I, I don't know what they're doing other than everybody's trying to get into the bucket, so to speak, where there's the most money. It has pretty much destroyed the, the regional aspect of college football. Uh, you know, so where the, the ACC, all the teams were on the Atlantic coast. The SEC, all the teams were on the, in the southeast. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's gone. I guess we will have to all get over. But for me, uh, I, I guess I gave up on it a long time ago because when there was when I came here, there was the Southwest Conference, which is now the Big Twelve. But it, it was a conference that was almost entirely made up of schools in the state of Texas, and uh, all those things have kind of gone by the wayside. I'll offer just up though, uh, just as a thought, I was, I, and it's not my thought; it was something I heard somewhere. Well, someone was saying. Let them do what they need to do for football. But for the other sports, let them stay aligned regionally. It makes a lot of sense because when you have uh, a ladies' volleyball team or, or a men's lacrosse team, they don't play one game a week where they can fly across country and stay for a couple of days and then go home. They have games right. in the middle of the week. They play a couple of games on the weekend sometimes. And, you know, it's not really a great thing for a kid from Oregon 
to have to fly to Champaign, Illinois, to play in a volleyball game on Wednesday and then have another game at home on Saturday, something like that. So the point is, let football do what it's going to do because they're all chasing money. And to be perfectly honest, football and basketball support a lot of the other sports. And let the other sports remain regionally aligned. So these kids don't have six, so they can have some semblance of being student athletes. Although, you know, that has been redefined too, to, to a great degree. But I'll be honest with you, I'm almost numb to it now. I've seen so much movement. Even a few years ago when teams started to leave the Big 12, like when Arkansas left and Texas A&M left, I was like, why are they leaving? Is it that much better? Because Arkansas went to the SEC and got drugged. Would you go to the SEC and get drugged or be in the Big 12 to be competitive? But I knew it was the money. But but football, I just turn on the tube now and watch them. I hate to sound so despondent, but I've pretty much given up hope. I don't know how it will all shake out, but on Saturday, I'll sit down and watch a game or two. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and I, I agree with that, uh, Steve, what you said about the other sports, because it seems like gymnastics has a, a kind of a, a grip on it where they don't have to fly all over the place to do anything. And even the nationals and uh the semis are always kind of either in Alabama or somewhere where you can possibly get to. So I, I, I kind of agree with that. I want to bring Princes in because, Princes, you see what's happening with the Pac-12, and most of them are jumping to the Big Ten. But if you're only getting $20 million and you're dividing it by 12, now you bring in four more teams. Now that $20 million yeah. is 16. So, so – Kind of, you want to kind of talk about that. So uh, is, that, is that a better deal? So that says to me that maybe the Pac-12 was getting less than that, which is a shame um, if that, that is it. So I think Tim put that in the thread, and that is, okay, so now you have 18 teams, um, and the, the pot of money didn't change per team. So now it's even less um, because now they have to redivide that from now from 12 or 14 to 18. Um, I agree with everyone that said, shame on the Pac-12 and the powers to be. Um, they, if we saw this coming two years ago when the first initiation of USC and UCLA, and even before then, why was there not preparation in, um, and going after some type of media deal? There had to be some out there, and I understand that they did turn down Amazon Prime, um, but, I, I, but I don't think they were in a position to do that. And to see everybody jump ship, um, and also the Pac-10, Pac-12, um, it disappoints me that me with the passion, I love to see USC, UCLA. Well, what about the Rose Bowl? So I am one of those curious that I am really sad to see all of that go away, um, and that now the NIL um, reigns high because everybody wants money in order to um, negotiate and get what they want as far as players is concerned. And you'd have to say a lot of this is motivation to get that. Otherwise, FSU or Clemson would not want to jump ship and go somewhere too. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, it's just a shame that this is where we are now. And, and I'm, I'm also sad like everybody else. Okay. Uh, Tim, you kind of hear what uh, Princess is saying, you know, what she said and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm with Donald Jones. 
and and also when Prince said, "Hey, you, you're here to see this coming." So you mean tell me that Larry Smith, the commissioner, wasn't aware? Or did he think that this wasn't going to take place? I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of thrown by the whole ordeal, Tim. Yeah, I was kind of I was I was glad that uh, that Donald brought that up because Larry Smith negotiated that that last TV deal that they had. He's not the commissioner now, but he was the commissioner up until about I think a year and a half ago. Right, and he was the one that negotiated the uh, the TV deal, uh, and and I didn't understand when I I was stunned when I found out that they didn't negotiate um, a buyout clause for these universities. Uh, they're the only conference that doesn't have one. Uh, the ACC, the reason Florida State and, and Clemson can't just up and leave the ACC is that they've got to pay $23 million if they decide to go, um, you know, uh, uh, or something more, something like that, maybe even more than that, maybe 200, 230 132, million. 132. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, something, so, you know, so they have exit fees, and the Big Ten has this, and the, the Big 12 and the SEC you know, you have to you have to buy out at a significant level that's going to hurt you. The Pac-12, I understand, didn't have a buyout clause for any of these schools. So once the contract was up, USC and UCLA could just take off and not have any penalty. And the same thing with uh, with Washington and Oregon. Um, it was just bad business on the part of the conference commissioner uh, on that end, and not to have the TV uh, contract in place. Ready to go with the major network. They they slept on on uh, on that and let the Big Ten and all the other conferences take all the uh, all the contracts, all the television contract money um, from them. The other thing is has been mentioned is the the regional um, aspect of college football was one of the great things. The rivalries that uh, that you know have been affected by all this movement. Uh, Texas Texas A and M when Texas A and M went to uh, uh, to the SEC was disrupted. Uh, Nebraska Oklahoma, which used to be a great rivalry, uh, was disrupted uh, when Nebraska left and went to the Big Ten. Uh, the Pitt West Virginia game uh, was 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 hurt when uh, when Pitt decided to go to the ACC. Um, you know, and now we're looking at potentially the Apple Cup with Washington State and Washington. Um, although they say they want to continue to play it, um, and uh, and the Civil War uh, with uh, Oregon State and Oregon. Uh, potentially being in jeopardy because of conference obligations, it, it 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 really it really bothers me from a regional standpoint. Uh, not only because it's kind of cute to, to 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 see that, but you would see disparate styles of play. You know, you would see the I formation teams from out in on the West Coast with the great uh, great tailbacks out of USC uh, coming to play against the three three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, uh, T formation teams uh, from um, uh, you know wide T teams from uh, from the Big Ten, and then the wide open style of the SEC, uh, where you had guys uh, down there uh, playing uh, playing wide open football, and and then you'd have a different style. You have wishbone teams down in the Big Twelve playing, um, and and you would look forward to to matching those teams against one another and seeing which style would work best against the other. Um, when they got the bowl games, and now all of that is just going to be mixed up and just destroyed to the point that I think after a few years, it's going to be good football, but it's going to be milk toast in terms of uh, matching styles against one another. And whatever sense of rivalry that the fans have from a regional standpoint, uh, that their part of the country is playing better football than another part of the country. 
it, it's it's really sad that uh, that this happened. And from universities who claim that they want to be uh, academic universities first. Okay, uh, staying with you, Tim, because I know you you had some questions that you and I had talked about. So you, you throw your question out. It's on you, Tim. Yeah, Donald Jones, I'm curious uh, what you've heard, uh, you know, as an alumnus of uh, Washington, uh, about the uh, the Washington-Washington State rivalry um, uh, and how this is going to be affected by um, by this realignment. <clears throat> yeah, I think the governor and, the, and all the parties are going to want to keep this game, this rivalry going. Um, I think um, – you know, it's still fresh, you know, still new, something that just happened. Those details haven't been worked out yet. But but I think um you know you know, they are gonna wanna the they're gonna want to keep it going, but you know you know, but you know, the conferences, you know, they're gonna have first dibs of who you gotta play. So so it all it really you know, there's some factors involved, but I think they're gonna try to try to keep it going. But at this point it's too early to tell. Um, Coach, hey, uh, Coach, yes. I, I don't know if this is the place. I, I wanted to ask something and we'll see what the fellows think about it. Do you think this has something to do with, okay, whenever you talk about the conferences, you always talk about, you know, everybody wants to, you know, SEC. And, that's you know, they want to give them the title of the most dominant conference. Do you think that this is this realignment is all – do you think they're trying to build another power conference by pulling teams from other teams and trying to make another team that can, you know, where they can talk in the same breath as they do the SEC or be able to compete, you know, team for team with like the SEC because they, you know, they kind of got the the title of the most, you know, dominant conference. But see, you notice the SEC is not really making, I mean, their their moves are very minimal. You know, right. if someone comes into it, they, they don't make these wholesale changes like this. So do you think it could be something where they're trying to compete or make another power conference or something to, uh, you know, they might not, might not have anything to do with this. I was just wondering. I I, I sort of, on my personal uh, uh, opinion, I think the Big Ten is definitely doing that. But what do you think, Coach J.A.? Well, uh, there's a lot of things uh, being brought up. Um, you know, referring to just what was just being said uh, about the SEC, I mean, they started it, you know, when they brought Texas and Oklahoma in. Uh, that that kind of, you know, really got people raiding um, the conferences to out of the regions into the super conferences, and that, that made the first – real super conference. Now, you've had movement before, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. smaller movement, people jumping from the the, uh, Big 8 to the Pac-10 and and so so on and so forth and and those types of things. But once, once the SEC took Texas and Oklahoma, then that opened it up for the Big 10 to start raiding the Pac-12, and and then they they took SC and UCLA. You know there was there has been uh, politicians 
stick their nose in in that and and say, hey, this this isn't going to fly uh, at first. But you know, as we see, there are people, um, uh, coaches that have become senators. Uh, a guy that I used to run around with and was an associate of uh, Tommy Tupperville now is given opinions in in the uh, world of of politics and throughout the you know the Cold War and stuff like that. And Tommy Tupperville has no business uh, <laughs> making any any kind of decisions that come to national security or international security, but here we are, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and someone was talking earlier about, uh, you know, having the Olympic sports maybe still be regional. The problem you have with that is Title IX. And, uh, you know, I, I went to University of Idaho where Title IX started. And at, at my school, Washington State, all that has gone into play where, you know, you can't do this, what, what is be happening now, and then tell your Olympic sports or your minor sports, um, hey, you guys aren't going to do this too. Uh, they won't stand for it. I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I've, I've been in uh, – you know, college, like all of us, we've been in college athletics since we were 17, 18 years old. And you guys all know, and Princess, you know, um, you know, that's just not going to fly. Uh, that that you can't do, if, if the women can't do it, the, then the men aren't going to do it. So, and if the men are going to do it, then the women are going to do it. That's just how it is. Um, you know, I used to work with Joe Moore. Uh, when I was at, at Notre Dame, and he was a really good friend of mine, the, the old offensive line coach, and his famous saying always was, crazy's frickin' crazy, you know? It, this <laughs> stuff happens, and, and you just got to live with it, and uh, that's how it is. So, uh, you know, it's it's a hornet's nest, but um, <laughs> I, I think that's just where it's going to be and uh, we're going to have to live with it. <laughs> Duck, what, well, what are your thoughts? Uh, what, 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 before, what are your thoughts before, about what Ricky was talking about? Yeah, before the, I uh, answer that, let me, let me, yeah, before I answer that, let me jump back in on Jay. Jay, so are, are the gymnastics teams able to do it just because it's all women, where they're only doing mostly no, – they're they, not traveling. They have, they have um, – men's gymnastics as well but i'm just telling you um if if you're gonna uh, segregate the women's sports and say hey you know you guys just do this regionally you're not gonna you're not gonna the oregon's uh women's softball you guys aren't gonna go uh play the big 10 schedule uh you know that's not gonna fly i'm just telling you it's not gonna happen now because I've been but, I've been around all that, and and when the um, basketball women's basketball decided, you know, hey, we get to spend as much money as everybody else, 
And so they they overspent to catch up, and and there was nothing the other sports could do about it. And and that's part of the problem you're going to run into. But I, I don't think. But I don't think. But uh, Jay, I don't think that in gymnastics it's it's like that. With you know, they don't have everybody doesn't have a gymnastics team. That's what I'm saying. That so it's, it's a little bit different where they don't travel as far as some of the other teams. Well, I'll, all I'm saying is, if whatever gymnastics teams are in these schools that are involved in the Big Ten or the SEC or the uh, Big 12, they're going to travel just like everybody else, or women's basketball or women's softball or golf or what have you. They're going to do it because that's the precedent that's being set. And, okay. and you're, you're, you're just lining everybody up for lawsuits. If you don't. Well, the good thing about it is it's like if they're going against Oklahoma, they have three other teams there in the conference. So that that travel is not as extensive as some of the other schools. That's what I'm saying, all the other sports. I, but I guess, all I can say is all the, all the schools involved, I don't know who has which sports. But I would say majority of these schools, the Power Five schools, they have all the sports. They don't, you know, it's not like, uh, well, we don't have baseball. Now, say, for example, I'll give you an example, a school that doesn't have baseball. Wisconsin doesn't have baseball, and they haven't had baseball for 25 years. But they, they chose not to do it a lot of things play into it, weather and things like that, right? But <clears throat> schools that, you know, the Olympic sports that are indoor sports and those types of things, they're, they're going to have them. And then you have to have cert- a certain amount of uh, women athletes in your school to have your football team. So you have to have crew. You have to have women's lacrosse. You have to have gymnastics. You, you have to have so many spots. And that's why a lot of schools have turned their band into intercollegiate sports so that you get enough women. It's the truth. I'm just telling you. You know, I've, I've been in college athletics for a long, long time. And you have to have the same number of opportunities for women as you do for men, period. Okay. That's, that's now, the law. Now, now, Tim, to answer Ricky's question, uh, I appreciate that, Jay. Uh, uh, Ricky, uh, I was talking to some other people and, and, and trying to get a grip on what's happening with, all, you know, everybody's reaching out, grabbing different teams and stuff like that. So, a couple of guys told me, Eventually, they would like to have four conferences instead of the five. So I don't know what else is going to happen. And, you know, who are they going to raid the ACC net? Uh, what's going to happen? But that's what was told to me. I don't know if it's at, you know accurate or not. 
I think two would be too little, to be honest, because you have two huge conferences. Would everybody yeah. play everybody that year? Would you? You would it be? I know they do that since some of the conferences now, where you might not pay, play somebody this year, but you'll play them next year. I think that would be too big to me to have two just huge conferences. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll work. I, I don't yeah, know. I, I just thought they were leaving so many teams out. I don't know if everybody would go into it. So, but somebody else can speak on it. I'm just just parking part, part of the part, part of the the thing is and why the Pac-10 went by the wayside is there aren't enough televisions in in all the West to compete with the the markets in New York City in um, the, all the Midwest in the Southeast, uh, you know, the East Coast, you just can't compete with the number of TVs. That's where all this has come from. You know, that's why Rutgers got into the Big Ten in the first place. That's why Maryland got into the Big Ten in the first place, is the number of TVs in their scope. And, you know, Utah does not have a, a lot of TVs. You know, Oregon and Washington don't have a lot of TVs compared to, uh, you know, Detroit, uh, Columbus, Cincinnati, Chicago. It just that's just how it is. Thornton, what are your what are your thoughts about this concept of uh, you know um, the, the the underlying reason that they're doing this is to is to to be able to create a conference that can legitimately compete with the SEC uh, for national championships? Yeah, I, I, I've been sitting here listening and thinking and listening and thinking, and I don't know if there is a solution. I, 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 I'll, in my own cynicism, I don't know if the athletic directors around the country have thought this through long term. I think all of this, and this is just my personal opinion, and I don't know a lot about the ins and outs of uh, college athletics from an administrative perspective, but I don't think a lot of them have a clue as to what they're doing, to be perfectly honest. They're chasing money. And my thing is, and we know that the money comes through television contracts. And every day there seems to be another revenue stream generated. I'm almost to the point, like, why even have conferences? Why have conference affiliations, particularly where football is concerned? And, and, and I was the one who said, maybe football can be, let football do what it's going to do and let the rest of the sports play on a regional type of level. I understand from, from uh, one of the gentlemen that maybe that isn't possible. But everybody knows that football and basketball generates this sport to all the other sports. I don't see what's wrong with having football do its thing because football players play one game a week. Now, basketball is a little different because they do fly around and play, and they'll play two or three games in a week, and, and, and some of the other sports do too. But I, I don't see the point of these super conferences because I don't know why run down to the SEC. And if, if the theory that, other than I'm thinking of Atlanta, what other major city is in the southeast? 
it, it, I don't know if it's about the TV thing. It's about money and the revenue stream, and we all, I mean, we all know that. I don't have a solution. I hate it. I hate what's going on right now in college athletics because it's, uh, again, to me, it's the NCAA. The NCAA was chastising all the guys about jumping in the transfer portal, and basically that's what's happening right now in college football or schools in general. I won't say football. But, you know, teams are jumping around trying to get the most bang for the buck, trying to get money. And, and, and that's you know, money is ruling and running the NCAA. And it, 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 NCAA is a, a not-for-profit institution. My butt. Yeah, yeah we, know, we know what that's about. But like I said, on Saturday I'll click on the TV, watch a couple of games. Um, the history and the t- traditions and some of the pageantry is lost. I don't know if we'll ever recover it. It's a different day and age. For me, I'm going to make an analogy here, and I'll let this one go, but it's kind of like the NBA. I hate the NBA. I hate the three-point <laughs> shot. I hate that there's no center. I hate that there's no real point guard. I hate it all, but I watch it. I watch it. I watch it periodically. But it, to me, you know, I'm an old guy now. Uh, you know, so I, I've seen my heyday, and I think I've seen the, the heyday of athletics, too. But basketball, you can have it. You can have the NBA as it exists. And, and that's, I think I'm coming to the same feelings about, uh, about college football, you know. So okay. no solution, man. Sorry before my rant, but I don't know. Why even have conference? Okay, let's shift gears if, if we can real quick because we're kind of tight on time. If you can give me a, a short answer. Uh, you know, all of you all know I'm a, a New York Jets fan, and everybody's just losing their mind talking about the Jets and Jets have done this and a Super Bowl and bust. And I'm telling everybody pump the brakes because they still got some problems on the offensive line. And uh, and I don't think they're quite as ready as the New York fans seem to think they are. But I uh, just want to go around and, and ask, Rick Porter, who do you think, uh, who you got your eye on this year? that you think is uh, going to be, uh, you know, uh, really sort of pushing forward toward the championship uh, in the AFC and in the NFC? Mm. You know, I think I, I think with Lamar being happy now, and I'm so happy that he got his money, and um, with the receivers they have then all, and defense is still solid, I, I'm pushing for Baltimore to do something. Okay. Uh, over there. What about the NFC? So that, what about the NFC? The NFC, hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. You have to come back, come back to me on that one. Say it. Say it, uh, Ricky. Say the line. Say the line, Ricky. You know you want to. <laughs> okay, okay we gonna, Jay, Jay, we're going to go out on the limb and say, we're we going to say the line. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> so you're out on the limb. That's real. Don <laughs> uh, Jones, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, who are you looking at in the AFC and who are you looking at in the NFC? Um, well, 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 you know, as a former Jet, you know, I, I want to see the Jets do well. Um, you know, my my thing is, I wonder are they going to pay for us this year to go to have the alumni game like they normally do? Now they're good, they sucked all these years. You know, there wasn't no problem. You know, getting up there and getting seats and all that stuff. So now, 
behind the man. I, I wonder how they're going to do the alumni game this year. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, but, but look at what they've done um, in the off season, and you know, and, and with the addition of, of Cook, um, Davin Cook, man, they in the defense, man. I don't know if you guys watched them against the Panthers this weekend, but man, they look incredible. They shut them out. I mean, I know it's preseason, but but they're looking really, really strong, and you know, and, you know, with the, you know, I mean, they they have no weaknesses. On on paper, they on paper they looked apart, you know. But you know, Buffalo is going to be tough to beat, but. But I think the Jets, you know, this is their, this is, this might be their year, man, to get over that hump over in that AFC. You know, okay, so um, you drink you drinking the Kool Aid too. I'm drinking the <laughs> Kool Aid. What about man. the NFC? What about the NFC, Don? The, the NFC, man, I like Frisco, man, because the way they they can run the ball as long as that quarterback is coming back. You know, I mean, because Trey Lance ain't gonna, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be able to get the job done. But uh, but if they if they can get that quarterback back, you know, I mean, with their, with, you know, with their defense and with their running game, you know, and um, you know, I, I think I think they're gonna be they're gonna be tough to, be, to beat this year. But what you know, what, the, what what I'm sorry, nah, Philly, Philly, I take that back. I forgot about the Eagles because that defensive tackle they got is a monster. They can't block, them, you know, and, and they already were good, and they got the best player in the draft, in my opinion. Cardinal. So. So Philly got Coach my Jay, edge. Coach Jay Hayes, uh, AFC and NFC. Uh, I'm, I, I'm thinking Dolphins or Bills in the AFC, and uh, I'm thinking Philly or the Lions just because that's where I started. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve Thornton, uh, AFC and NFC. Well, you know, I do pump the brakes where the Jets are concerned, but it's personal with me. I think Aaron Rodgers saying, so I can't root for Aaron Rodgers. But the biggest, the biggest hurdle in the AFC for for the Jets is the competition. I heard somebody say the Dolphins. You got Buffalo. You got Kansas City. You got Cincinnati. It's going to be tough to get out of the AFC. And I'm a homer, so this is the year the Cowboys make some noise in the NFC. So there you go. I, I know that people love and hate the Cowboys, but, but I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm going to root for them. And I think this this might be the time to get it done. Oh wow! Say so everybody's laughing. But anyway, uh, no, uh, everybody laughs at America's team. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. No. Until the Lombardi Trophy comes back, then we'll be all right. No. Yeah, how, how did I bet? I would have bet any amount of money Princess was going to jump on that with Steve. But anyway. Uh, Amen. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'd like to see Thomas, uh, to, you know, to uh, you know continue winning. Uh, been coaching 15 years without having a losing record. So I'm, I'm going to stay with him. Without a doubt. How about the NFC? The Eagles. Okay. Uh, All right. All right, Doug, take us on. All right. Uh, real quickly, guys, I want uh, your top five um, college Doug, Can I answer that question? Um, can I answer that one, the previous one? Uh, I'm going to go with the Jets in the AFC. Yeah, I want to go with the Jets in the AFC. They're headed to the Super Bowl. I love Aaron Rodgers. 
And in oh, the NFC, <laughs> <laughs> in the NFC, I'm going to Cowboys. Okay, Doug. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> I know Ricky was seventeen percent, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna stay with you, Francis. Give me your give me your top five football teams this year in college. Oh wow, wow, Duck. Okay, um, I don't want to, but okay, Georgia. Um, I, I really think Alabama will be back. Um, wow. Um, I, I think LSU is going to make some noise. And yeah. I'm looking for, for for Penn State to come out of the gate and win their first game and have a good season. And oh, um, excuse me, hello. Oh my god! <laughs> and Scott, that that fifth one, I'm just going to put Florida Gators in there, and I know they're suffering trying to find a quarterback. But I'm not going to put FSU. But I'm worried about FSU, and that they they look good at the end of last year. But um, Alabama. Georgia, LSU, um, Penn State, and, and that fifth one I'm going to leave alone. Um, I, I think South Carolina may make some noise regional. I don't know how they will do national. That's it, though. Okay. Say that again. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I, I think Georgia, of course, is going to be uh, going to be dangerous. I think uh, LSU, as Prince has mentioned, is going to going to really make some noise this year. Uh, second year under under Kelly, um, I think uh, Ohio State, of course, is going to be um, uh, a contender. And um, boy, uh, hmm, probably um, Alabama. I think Alabama will be in there again, and uh, and I think Florida State. Uh, it's going to surprise some people. Turn his mic off. Hey, Jay Hayes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I will go Georgia, Michigan, Bama, SC, and Ohio State. Wow. Okay. All right, uh, Donald Jones. Um, yeah, I got. I think Alabama's going to come back. Come back. I got. I think Georgia's going to fall off this year because they got too much turmoil going. So I got. I got. So I got uh, Alabama, LSU, um, Washington. They are in the top five, by the way. So I'm not being a homer. Um, <laughs> um, we got Washington, Ohio State, and Michigan. Okay. Uh, Steve. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to go, and this is in no particular order, but I do have five. Michigan, Ohio State, USC, because they got the best quarterback in the country, Bama, and LSU. Break us home, Ricky. What you got for us? Well, since since Prince has let me do what I want, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, and I got six because I'm going to flip a coin for the last spot there between Florida State and LSU. 
Okay. Okay. So Princess is okay with you fix, right? Yes. Yes. Princess is okay with that. Ask her. Okay. <laughs> nope. Do what you want, Ricky Porter. It's your show. That's right. <laughs> Listen to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my picture. All right, Precious is on you. Oh, Duck, I really wanted to get your top five. I wanted to see yours before we we get out of here. Uh, West Virginia. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> talk about hey, a hey, 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 Donald. Talk about a homeless. <laughs> That's right. I said West Virginia first, too. He just came on right around the gate. They're, they're in my top five. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Doc. Uh, West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. Oh, West, okay, that's the Doc. West Virginia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jay Hayes, Ricky Porter, Donald Jones, Tim Moore, <laughs> Steve Gordon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for all of this, Duck. Okay, we gave you an opportunity. Um, college football was coming up here real soon. West Virginia, West Virginia, Clam, Penn State. And I have to be nice because Legacy is on. Um, her, his mom is on, Tori Martin. So, you know, a shout-out to her. And I am rooting for Sean Martin this year. So go West Virginia against Penn State. But we are here. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next Tuesday at this time. Never had it so good. we got to get out of the way here for Sports Talk Atlanta. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye.